0: Today on the Business Builders Podcast, we're talking about part two of our topic on the importance of mentoring, which is, how do I go about finding a mentor? Ron, my co-host, talks about his latest artwork purchase from Aboriginal artist, Tony Wilson, and I talk about the fact you have to be careful what you suggest people do because they might just do it. Well, welcome to the Business Builders Podcast. I am Brenton Gowland. And I'm Ron Tomlian. And it's great to have you here. So, Ron... Today we're discussing how to find a mentor, and of course you're my mentor, so it's going to be, or at least one of them. And I've known you for, boy, what have I known you for? Fifteen years now. Yeah. Cool. And how did I had to believe this? It, it is, is that hard long. to believe. And do you know how uh, I still remember <laughs> how I met you? Originally, I was working at another agency, and um, we were doing this particular job, and uh, you came in, and I think our creative director was away and suggested that we should approach this job in one way and give them just one concept. And our process at that point was to give multiple concepts to a client before we actually, you know, so that we could cover off all the bases. And you were like, no, one." And I remember everyone uh, in the business behind the scenes were very dubious about whether we should do this your way or not. And we did it your way and we won the client and then worked for them for the next, I think, seven years or something. And I remember that impressed me so much and then I started seeing you in AmCham events and whatnot and at some point I went, I really want to start to understand and know what this guy knows and I started to make an effort to get to know you and then over time we had ended up in where I said, basically I want your input into our business, et cetera. Is that how you come across people generally? Like is it people have known you from the past, et cetera, et cetera?
1: I think it comes from a, a range of different um, inputs. Yeah. Um, people can come to you and uh, wanting a formal relationship. People can come to you uh, as a mentor, wanting uh, just a discussion, yeah, and just to get to know you. And um, and I think everything in between those two extremes um, is valid in yeah. terms of the ways that you can you can obtain a mentor and develop a mentoring relationship with someone. Yeah, and that's what
0: I'd like to talk about today. Yeah, great. Well, we'll get into that in just a sec. Um, but before we do, uh, what's been going on in, uh, in the world of Ron's homily for the last week or so?
1: Oh, for the last week, uh, well, there was Easter, of course. Um, but interestingly, I recently, uh, my wife and I, recently purchased our first piece, and in fact two pieces at the same time, of Indigenous art. That's um, interesting. Yeah, I, I, and I absolutely love these pieces. It's by a local artist called Tony Wilson. Mm-hmm which is kind of interesting because one of my best friends is named Tony Wilson. Yes. Not the same guy. But I love the um, authenticity of his, um, his approach and yet it appeals to a broader artistic base. So yeah, I'm, I'm a great fan.
0: So um, what kind of art is it? Is it um, actual painting or is it um, interpretive or is it? What we would consider traditional indigenous art, like dot paintings and, and so forth—that's forth.
1: that's what I really like. It's—it's it's a combine It's the, it, there's a dot element to it, mm. um, and I'm not by any way an aficionado in this area. Mm. But there's a dot element to it, but the and it's interpretive, but it um, it um, uses a much more structured appearance, mm. which is in line with. I suppose, traditional Western art. Yeah. So um, I think he's done a magnificent job of really capturing the spirit of Indigenous painting and being true to that and yet appealing to a more traditional Western base.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting because we've been doing a lot of um, acknowledgement of country and welcome to country videos for um, different businesses with the Ghana people and we work with um, a gentleman named Jack Buckskin who I think we should get on the show at some point because it's Great really idea. interesting how you know COVID and um, the way the world is working now is really enabled stories to be told in a deeper way. And um, one thing that's come out of one of the videos we did actually for SA Health is we used a, a local artist and I can't remember his last name, but his first name's Shane. I'll look it up and I'll I'll make sure we talk about him next time. But we used this art in the video where Jack puts his hand on a tree and and artwork emanates from his hand. But the colours are pink and purple. And we had a bunch of people asking us, you know, why is it pink and purple? Why aren't you using, like, red ochre and so forth? And the fact is that because Shane is a Ghana person uh, and he's using those colours now because they're available to him because he'll go to Bunnings and buy spray paint if he's doing wool art and he uses Photoshop and whatever. So that's part of, like, the Ghana canon. So it's a living... Artwork and it's living and progressing, and, and people sometimes don't think about that. So, when you're talking about there's a Western mm. influence and so forth, that's Ghana art. Is, is, it, is
1: I'm not sure whether Tony is. You're not Gainer sure what or people group
0: he's from? Yeah, yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? But what interests me is that the artwork is alive and living and growing, and, and I think we'll see some really interesting things develop over the next few years in terms of um, Aboriginal art. Mm. Uh, from our first people. Something to look forward to, I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, And now, just before we get into our topic, um, I think it's, we need to talk about our sponsors, but we've been neglecting one of our sponsors, and um, we're sponsored by two groups. One of them is SA Business Builders, and that is a network of business professionals that meet together about once a month, and we've got about 12 hosts. Some of those hosts you'll be hearing from on the podcast very soon, but we get together and 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 we really focus focus on helping people build really solid relationships because we have a belief that um, it's the relationships we build with other business people that will help the economy move forward.
1: Oh well, I could agree more. And and what I like about the SA Business Builders is it's not about handing out cards; mm. it's about understanding and developing meaningful relationships with people. It's, it's what we talked about on our first podcast. It's the mm. real essence of networking is how can I help you? How can you help me? Mm. And it's not going to happen in one quick meeting where I hand over some details about who I am and what I do.
0: Now, we've, we've talked about this in one of our other podcasts. It's about building career-long relationships that are agnostic to where you work. Mm. And, you know, when you <laughs> – one of the things we do at SA Business Builders is we um, – we suggest that people shouldn't come and sell. They should come and get to know people because the work will come if it's meant to come. Mm. And we get a really great response from people around that because they love the, just the freedom to actually get to know other people without that pressure of, oh, boy, are they going to try and sell me something. So I guess the point we're getting at is they are one of our sponsors. You will be hearing from some of our 12 hosts on this. And there's, all the 12 hosts have uh, a series of different um, professional skills. What are they? So they're defence. Psychology, PR, yeah. PR um, digital transformation, business coaching. What else oh, is there in the mix? Range. Oh. Um, uh,
1: Resilience yeah, training. I was just gonna say psychology. Yeah, yeah we said psychology.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. I like doubling up, you know, <laughs> reinforces a point, right?
1: Um yeah, um a uh, fleet management.
0: Oh that's correct. Mm-hmm. Fleet management. Um
1: So a range of businesses, just like the range of businesses that exist in South Australia. It's a nice little uh, metaphor for the the business community here in South Australia.
0: So if you are listening to this and you would like to join a fantastic group of people who are really interested in taking business forward in South Australia, you might not be from South Australia, but if you're coming to visit, we're happy to host you. Just contact us, reach out to Ron and myself, and uh, we'll uh, have a chat with you and get you an invite to the next event. So that's one of our sponsors. The other one is, of course, my business, Nucleus. And we talk a lot about the fact that, you know, good stories are what people connect with. And Nucleus is a company that specialises in helping businesses tell their stories in a way that helps them connect with their audience, that can help them grow their businesses and achieve their goals. And the way they do that, or the way we do that, because it's my business, so I've got to take ownership for this, is we do this through the delivery of strategic communication services that allow us to co-create brands with you, build websites, videos, marketing campaigns, design and print projects, and so forth in order to help you tell your story. So we'd like to invite you, please visit our sponsors, um, SA Business Builders. You can just contact Ron or myself via LinkedIn. But Nucleus, just visit www.nucleus.com.au. And it's just occurred to me, we should
1: talk about the importance of storytelling in terms of Uh, business relationships because, quite frankly, it is the basis of all uh, communication. Yeah, it really is. Um, And all all effective communication So personal
0: brand Mm -hmm. and business. business, Yeah, yeah, business brand. Well, I mean, branding comes down to good storytelling. Yeah, and uh, as you know, we're going to start getting into the branding topics and so forth a little bit later. But, again, our topic for today, Ron. How to choose a mentor. Yeah. So do you want to start us off? You've got some... Oh, actually, before we get into it, how about we just talk about the difference because this has come up a little bit. What's the difference between a coach and a mentor? And what's the difference between a coach, a mentor and a consultant? Oh, good point. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: So um, it, you can look up definitions. I, I think... There's uh, a lot on the internet. Uh, oh, absolutely. And there's, there's, there's some very good um, uh, definitions that people can use, but to me it comes down to... A mentor is a person that you have a longer-term relationship with, mm. who looks at a multiple uh, multiple different aspects of your life or your career. A coach tends to be more short-term for specific um, uh, purposes. You know, mm. whether it's business coaching or the new life coaching concept, or uh, coaching for um, sporting prowess, mm. coaching for specific skills. Mm. Um, and it, it is usually coaching is a, a more, um, transactional type, uh, relationship.
0: So you pay someone for a specific help in a specific area. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's not always the case. And, you know, for instance, in, in the work I do with, um, uh, the tech groups that I run, um, the, the chair of those groups, me, Mm. um, tends to fulfill the role of coach in some cases, mentor in others, um, so it, it, it's not easily defined as coach or mentor. Mm. So you have that um, flexibility in that particular
0: case. There is a bit of crossover though, yeah?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think the third one is the consultant. A consultant is bought for a specific issue um, and almost invariably that's a paid relationship. Yeah. Um, and they have specific expertise, usually quite short term and – much more associated with
0: an issue than skills or knowledge development. Yeah, sure. And I see uh, a little bit differently too. I think a mentor is more actually a business friendship where the friendship is such that it is in particular one person is a sounding board, and we'll talk about this in a minute, but both parties get something out of it where a coach is a hire and not necessarily a friendship. It's someone who you've got driving you to do something. Now, a mentor may in some instances coach you, um, but I, I really believe, like, because the way I've developed my relationships with different people who've been mentors is there's been a real desire for each party to help each other. So the mentor to help the mentee and the mentee to you know, provide something to the mentor. So I think there's a real, bus- the difference is a, a, a business friendship versus a, a transaction in my mind.
1: Absolutely. And and I think the other thing too, in, in coaching relationships, oftentimes the experience of the coach is not necessarily what people are looking for. It's their capacity to develop skills and abilities. Whereas in mentoring, really what you're looking for from your mentor is their life experience as a basis for them giving you some perspective.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's excellent. So, Give us your, uh, I believe you've come with three tips about how to find a mentor. You like the number three, don't you? I do indeed. Yeah, it's it's uh, easy
1: to remember for me. So number one, know why you want a mentor. I found that so often people want a mentor because other people say it's a good idea <laughs> and that's it. Um, and I think that's fallacious. I think you you really need to, understand from your own perspective, what are you trying to get out of this business friendship, as you you so rightly put it? Do you have clear objectives? Is it about your career? Is it about a specific job? Is it about uh, life in general? And you're looking for some guidance. Um, That will help you. Having clear expectations of what, what you want to get out of this relationship will help you to choose the person and help you to, to choose the approach that you take with that person. So be very clear, and I'm, I'm a great fan of writing things down. Mm-hmm. If you're going to get a mentor, why do I want a mentor? Write, it, write down your ideas. Um, reflect on your ideas. And be very, uh, as a result of that reflection, be very specific about the things that you want to get out of it. Because at the end of the day, when you're talking to potential mentors you'll get a feeling for whether they can help you with what you're trying to achieve.
0: Yeah, 100%. And I totally agree with that because I know that from my own experience when I've been um, looking for a mentor, in, particularly in the early stages, when I started um, you know, understanding that in, in my role at Nucleus that I had to start selling and that's something that I hadn't you know, really considered before because you know, I thought I'd be doing the work but you have to win the work as well to be able to be able to do the work. I needed someone to help me actually learn how to sell. So I remember I uh, approached someone that I'd known for a long time, like I'd known you, and I saw this person, you know, they had some really incredible skills in helping businesses turn around and getting them, you know, their sales up. So I asked that person to coach me for a year. It was coaching, but it was still a mentor kind of relationship and teach me how to actually learn how to be a business development person. And that was a very specific thing I needed to learn. And then, you know, yourself, it was more about well, how do we, you know, develop processes and actually learn about governance with um, business and so forth. So I would totally agree with that. It's mm. actually understanding what you want to achieve and, and then it helps you work out who you need to talk to.
1: Yeah, so that it, it, it really does help establish what role they'll play yeah, in, yeah. in your development because really mentoring is all about your development. Yes, but that leads me very nicely, oh, perfect segue, segue, into the second point, which is to understand what the person who you're selecting as a mentor will get out of that relationship.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Tell me more.
1: Okay. Because, you know, I'm, I'm a great fan of understanding that we all look for what's in it for me. Yeah. And um, people are motivated by what they will get out of the activities they engage in. Yeah. So uh, what is their perspective on why they're, why they're even potentially doing this. And that's why having conversations beforehand, as you say, a business friendship yeah. is important in understanding that the way the person sees whether they will be involved in your development. And I, and, and I think so often... Especially young people mm. underestimate the value that they can provide in that sort of sort of relationship. You don't
0: know what you know till you know right
1: absolutely so what what think about what you can offer to other people who um, you potentially would approach as a mentor what's their what perspective do you have on things you know and, and quite frankly, young people have a perspective that older people are looking for you know mm-hmm. um, just enthusiasm mm. I know. I, I love hanging around with people a lot younger than me because mm. they've got the enthusiasm I used to have. Yeah. Um, it's been knocked out of my, my head over the years. <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> um, you know, sometimes it's just about connection. Yes. Having someone else that, that has um, been, flattered them by saying, I, I would like to work with you on my development. Sometimes it's about skills and knowledge that you have that the other person doesn't have, Mm. whether it be in a completely different field. Mm. You know, you might be in marketing, they might be in uh, general business management um, or specific skills associated with technology Mm. um, or specific skills associated with whatever you happen to be able to do. Yeah. And and I said, like I said at the beginning, never underestimate the fact that you have oftentimes – more enthusiasm than the person you are approaching. So under those circumstances, use that to your advantage.
0: Yeah, and don't underestimate also the fact that um, if someone's seeing you progress, they're getting something out of it because often I think the mentor, particularly if they're mentoring someone for the first or, you know, second or third or early on in their, you know, mentoring career, they actually build up their leadership skills and build up their ability to be able to um, lead and, inspire people and help people change and so forth so they're actually
1: influence and inspire yeah absolutely
0: the mentor themselves actually get i know that i've been involved with a few people being lucky enough to be involved with some younger people i had a guy (laughs) we were at a at a at a venue in the city a little while ago and this gentleman was there with um, some people that we work with and he was going for a job and he was like you know um this is what i'm trying to do how should i approach the interview it was just a general conversation over a beer actually and I said, look, I, I made some suggestions and I, I gave him a book to read, which was The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People and said, you, you really need to start understanding your worth and where you're going and what you're doing and blah, blah, blah. And I bumped into him in the supermarket the other day. I couldn't remember who he was, but he ran right up to me and he said, do you remember me? And I'm like, sure. And he said, you told me to read this book. We met, you know, at this particular venue. We talked about this job interview I was doing. I went and read the book and it changed my thinking on this. And I want you to know I've just got a job doing X, Y, Z and it was because of um, that conversation. And I remember going, wow, be careful what you say. Yeah, But well, no, it, it really, it made me think, oh gee, the contribution I made even just flippantly one night to this young guy listening to him speak actually made a difference. And uh, it does something for you. Maybe
1: short term, but certainly a mentoring relationship. And I, I, would, I would disagree with you. Don't what? be careful about what you say. <laughs> I think uh, the, Humor, the, right? those opportunities to, as you quite rightly pointed out, inspire people yes. to do things that they wouldn't do by themselves. Yes, I
0: think that's part of the, a big part of leadership, but certainly a mentoring relationship. So what I'm saying is, I'm speaking directly to mentees, people looking for a mentor right now, is don't underestimate the value. That you have to provide to a mentor and sometimes it's not tangible but we'll talk about that when I get to my tips.
1: Yeah, and I think the other side of the coin, if you like, the um, uh, the what do I have to put in is what do they have to put in to be able to mentor you? Obviously there's time yeah. and effort. And so um, when you establish that relationship, it's about understanding that there needs to be flexibility. Sure. Um, so the, again, coming back to understanding their perspective is about – listening to what they have to say um, right at the very beginning, trying to establish some history, some profile to that person so that you can see whether that is what you want because you now have, don't forget, you now have knowing already what you want in a uh, mentor because you've established why you want one. Yep, cool. The third point. Yeah. Look to people you respect and trust. 100%. Yeah. Um, do you admire this person? Why do you admire this person? Would you trust this person? At the end of the day, a mentoring relationship is about providing you with ideas and guidance and feedback. So is this person honest and candid in what they're saying? Or are yeah. they just blowing smoke up your skirt as the saying goes? Um, will they be vulnerable with you and be willing to share their mistakes as well as their triumphs? Yes. Um, are you confident in their judgment and are they the type of people whose judgment you would trust? Yes. Um, they're going to give you advice. That's part of the relationship. Yes. Is that the type of person you want to listen to? Um, and in terms of the, the guidance they provide you, what's their success profile like? You mm. know? Have they been, if you're looking for specific skills, do they have those skills? Mm. Um, Uh, if if you're looking for their perspective, what's their expertise and what's the experience that they've had in order to give
0: you that perspective? Well, I could not agree with you more on those points because, like I was saying to you, I knew you for probably 15 years before I started approaching you saying, I need some help in this area.
1: I've been avoiding you for a long time. Yeah, (laughs) I know. I'm that kind of guy.
0: But in all seriousness, like, it was that first experience when I saw you in that agency and I saw you giving a counter opinion to what everyone else thought. And then that actually working. And I was like, wow. And then observing you over many years at different bits and pieces. And I thought, this is a guy I need to speak to. And it was the same with the person who taught me business development. I'd known her for quite a long time. And I saw her turn a whole company around uh, in the way they did things. Um, I remember um, the story was there that um, this particular company employed her to, you know, get sales up and so forth and, and do more marketing. And she said, do you want me to get sales up or do you want me to increase profit? And they said, well, of course, increase profit. And she said, right, let's let's get a purchase order, run it through the company and see what comes back. And it, that process took two years, but they, they ironed out all the wrinkles. And I think they increased their profit by more than 30% just by getting their processes right. And then of course the sales grew. And I, I watched her professionalism there and I thought, wow, this is someone I want to listen to. Mm. So every single person, and even when I you know, started my business, the people who we were watching were CEOs of other companies that I'd been working with that I saw them have successful companies and I wanted their input because I could see what they were doing. But the question is, when you don't know those kind of people, how do you find them, Ron? Um,
1: Well, that's, I think, the basis of what you're going to talk about. So... Oh, yes, it is.
0: (laughs) 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 We segue into my tips. So... My first tip is like I get a lot of younger people coming up to me because you know, we work in advertising and marketing. When they find that out, they come and talk to you or you know, if they're very young in business and, and they want to know how do they progress. And I take my hat off to them for asking me the question. And I often say to them, and I have this belief that if you're just starting out and you're in your, your young 20s or whatever, you should find someone, this is just an opinion, but you should find someone six to 10 years older than you who is where you want to be and start surrounding yourself with those type of people and starting to learn from them because they're where your next step is. And when you're just starting out, you want to be able to next step. And as you start next stepping and get to know more people, then your network opens up and then you can go, well, where do I want to be in the future? And then you can start thinking about bigger steps than that. But I think those first early steps are, where's the person who's doing what I want to be doing next and how do I actually You know, learn from them. And it might not be necessarily a mentor relationship, but it's just hanging out with them, listening to the way they speak, getting in the circles. But how do you do that if you don't know anybody? Well, I would suggest that if you are just starting out, get involved with industry associations because that's where you're going to find people. So if it's marketing, get involved with the AMI, the Australian Marketing Institute, go to the events, hang out with marketing managers, listen to what they say, build relationships with people, ask them questions about what they're doing they'll get a kick out of it because everyone likes talking about what they're doing. And then over time you might, you know, ask them out for a coffee and ask them for advice and and that kind of thing, and that really helps. You could go to Business SA and and meet people. Business SA are always helping people set up mentoring relationships. So there are also organisations that match people with mentors and so forth. But um, I honestly think find an association, find a group, volunteer somewhere, get to be involved with people who are doing things like with SA Business Builders, for example, we're looking for, you know, a couple of um, younger people who are starting out in their careers to get involved in, you know, helping us so that they can then, you know, through that network, meet CEOs, meet other people. And because we're all working together, when you actually, this is an interesting point, when you get involved as a younger person and you volunteer your time with, you know, an organisation, say it's The Fringe or say it's a, you know, food bank or some worthy charity, through those organisations, you will start to meet people. So, I'm going to pull that tip back. You know, how do you find a mentor when you don't have a network? You get involved in associations, you volunteer, and you get to know people and, and build relationships.
1: And and, and uh, very much aligned with that, I would say, when you go out there and do under, you know, put yourself out there and undertake these sort of activities, very much along the lines of what we talked about in mentoring yeah. uh, in networking, um, is use the power of questioning, you know, if we were to talk about mentoring, a lot of that, it talks about using questions instead of statements. We're talking about the mentee here, right? Yes. When you're looking for a mentor, use the power of asking questions. You'll get a, a sense of that person. And if you're asking the right sort of questions, instead of impressing them with the little experience that you've had, you'll impress them with the insights that you can have through the questions that you ask.
0: Yeah, 100% because learning isn't about telling people what you do. Learning is about asking them what they do mm. and then aligning it with yourself. Now, my second tip is um, have multiple mentors. So, and, and that is have people that you can speak to who can give you advice, who are, have business friendships with you, might have a different skill set. You know, in, in a lot of cases, you know, we've talked about there might be an age gap. In a lot of cases, there might not be an age gap. It might be an aligned person in a, in a different industry or something. I know that I have a friend in Melbourne who does business development and we, we had this conversation earlier in the year going, we want to mentor each other. I want to, and that is simply us having a one-hour phone conversation once a month going, hey, what are you doing? Hey, what are you doing? How are you approaching this? What are you doing here? And we're just bantering uh, about how we're doing our jobs. And every now and again something will come out and go, oh, gee, I really like that. I'm taking that. And that, that's a mentoring relationship, but it's a mutually beneficial business friendship. Yep.
1: So, you know, when and, you... And I've got to say, that is the basis for those groups that I run. Yeah. Is that uh, people often refer to me as the mentor. No, no. When you join one of these groups, it's about having 12 to 16 mentors sitting around yeah. you who can provide different experiences and perspectives.
0: And yeah, That's also the basis of SA Business Builders. We've got 12 hosts who basically mentor each other. Mm. It's very, very good. Now, another interesting thing, right, when you're looking for a mentor, and this is not a tip, this is just an aside, you don't need to go to someone and say, will you be my mentor? That's, that's a really odd uh, kind of statement to make. I would suggest that, you know, the mentor is a title, right? It's a title of someone who can guide you, um, give you a sounding board on certain topics and so forth. I would suggest that you just say, I want to have a coffee and talk about X, um, can you help me in this particular area here? Would it be okay to meet? And, um, you know, just talk about that. And they'll say yes or no, or, or whatever it is. You might put a case that, you know, um, the way you actually, um, approach them might make them go, yeah, I'd be really keen to actually speak into that. Cause a lot of these people, when you ask someone, you know, for their time on a certain subject, if you approach it in the right way, it's actually a bit of a, it's an honoring thing. You were talking about what's in it for them. It's like, Oh, they recognize that I've got a skill in this area. Then yes. Um, I can give them some of my time. But this leads into my next tip, which is how do you keep a mentor, which is the question, and I want to suggest that it's how you report back to them. So let's say you've had that coffee with X person and I told you about that young man who (laughs) met me in the supermarket and said, you said this and that equaled that. That's a kind of a reporting back, but it's very spontaneous. We didn't have a mentoring relationship, but we, you know, I allowed him to bounce off of me that particular night and I gave him some advice and he took it. And he told me he took it. And you know what? In my mind, I went, I should really actually catch up with this guy and have a proper conversation because I thought, wow, what I've said has actually made a difference. So to my point, if you have someone who's a professional who gives up their time to speak to you and they give you some advice, when you go away, you should come back to them and report and say, hey, I listened to your advice. Here's what I did. And here's the result. Thank you so much. This has really helped me. Do you mind if we get together again and have a coffee? I can tell you right now, I, I reckon if it was me and a lot of people I know, they'd go, wow, this person's actually listening. They're not just dropping what I say on the ground mm. and it's actually making a difference. I'm willing to invest a little bit more.
1: It doesn't mean that you have to do uh, chapter and verse exactly what they've mm. suggested, but at least you've reflected, yep, you've thought about it, and you've done something as a result of that discussion.
0: Correct. So, Yeah. What if you um, tell me this, Ron? What if you don't agree with what they say, um, this particular person, and you know they're the right person to talk to about different things, and you've chosen a different route, but they have influenced? How would you report back on that? Well,
1: just, just what you said. I think you've got to be open and, and honest and say, nice. I thought about what you said. It's not the right time for me. Mm. It's not actually the right course of action for mm. me, whatever. But it did make me think, and as a result... This is what I'm planning to do. Yep. And I'm not looking for feedback. I'm just letting you know because it was worthwhile and I'd like to have more of these discussions.
0: Yep. So here's an interesting story. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, his name is Mike Scott. You might know him from Nona Digital. There you go. Yes. i have just given him a plug. But um, he told me the story about he wanted this particular guy to mentor him and he was – and the, the gentleman, I can't remember his name, but he was very well known and very, you know, influential. I think this was back in South Africa and he he – asked the guy to spend some time with him and the the gentleman said yes and he met with him. And I think in the first meeting he said something like, you know, such and such, suggested that I meet with you and have a conversation. Um, I don't really know if I um, have got time for this but talk. (laughs) And Mike was like, "Oh, what do I do? So they had a conversation and the person really liked it and then they met again and met again and met again and met again. And um, this person really influenced how their business went but he had a conversation with him down the track and he said, and the, the mentor to Mike said, uh, you know what? I was waiting for you to stuff up. I was waiting for you to not respond to what we've talked about, not do what you said you were going to do. And as soon as you did that, I was going to drop you like a hot potato. And he said, the reason I got really interested is because I've seen your business grow, but you actually did the things we talked about. And that's what mattered to me. And the fact that I could have something to do with that. I thought that was interesting.
1: I think it's the, I suppose the, the ultimate flattery is to have people um, listen to what you have to say and, and act yes. as a result of that. Not always exactly what you've said, but as a result, thought about it and done something because of that conversation you've had. Yeah. That's that's um, pretty nice to have that on your um, personal resume, you know, and, uh, as, a, as a life achievement. Yes. I've helped people make a difference. Yeah, that's great. And everyone wants that, I think.
0: Yeah, 100%. And... Um you know, I want to be able to be able to speak to people who can make a difference. So being able to then, you know, it goes back to that. Here's a mutually beneficial relationship. So a mentor and a mentee, you know, in essence to what we were talking about in the beginning is a lot closer than a, a business coach and, you know, the person they're coaching because it's, it's actually a business friendship, isn't it? That's right. So I reckon that's uh, – is there anything else you have to add before we uh, close up today? Because we've gone a little bit over time, but I think this, again, is a very important topic.
1: Yeah, I, I think we've we've strayed from the how to choose to how to keep, but obviously <laughs> re, uh, uh, intimately
0: related. But I think understanding how to keep actually helps you with how to choose. Yeah, because you don't have to choose that often. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So, look, uh, again, we'd like to thank our sponsors. They are SA Business Builders. If you want to come along to one of our events and you're in South Australia, then uh, make sure that you hit up Ron and myself. If you're listening internationally, we hope the borders will open up at some point. When you come to our lovely state, we will definitely host you. And uh, we'd also like to make a shout out to Nucleus, who are experts in helping you tell your story. So visit www.nucleus.com.au to see how they can help you. So any final words, Ron, before we... We're looking
1: forward to our next podcast.
0: Oh, yes, we are. Uh, We're starting to get people make a lot of suggestions and we're going to start featuring um, some of our hosts. So I think that'll be fun. So please stay tuned. And as always, if you have any feedback for us, please leave the feedback. We'd love your reviews on uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you want to do it, but we'd also love your suggestions uh, in what do you want to hear about. So we know that mentoring was asked for uh, by... Kevin DeSean and we've got a few other topics that are coming up shortly that have been asked for other by, asked for by other people and we'd love to hear your views. Yeah,
1: absolutely. It's no point in doing this and spending the
0: time unless it's useful to people. Well you know I just enjoy talking to you Ron, so <laughs> we could just do this for our own volition.
1: All right. Well, on that note, thanks very much, Brendan. Goodbye and we'll see you
0: next time.